Good morning, good Chodesh. Today is the second day of Rosh Chodesh Elul, Aleph Elul Tov Shin Pei Beis. We're continuing the Shir on the Kut Elochas, Yoredeya Chelek Aleph, Hilchais Klei Hayayin, Halacha Aleph, Paragraph Ches. We dedicate the learning today, Lilui Nishmas, Tuvia Barabi Yisrael Yitzchak, Yerachmiel Daniel Ben Gedalia, and Rosa Basi Tamar, and also for a complete refuah shalema for all those that need it, including Chavi Vachana Baskalia, Shemel Eliezer Ben Rochel, Yuspendel Basketleia, Sor Rochel Bas Yuspendel, Avivlana Bas Yuspendel, Sor Eliezer Bas Chavaliba, Shemel Zvulon Ben Sor Yosef Avrom Eliezer and Isim Ben Pesio, Boruch Mordechai Ben Tali, Avigail Brocha Bas Shirat Voira, Shirat Voira Bas Miriam, Jonas Ben Hilda, Leirena Bas Aviva, Rus Alexandra Estachaya Bas Luna Patricia, Mazel Bat Zahava, Yehuda Ben Soramaya, Chaim Ben Rachel, Shlomenisa Ben Mazel, Avram David Ben Chana, Hinda Chasa Bas Chana, Miriam Esther Bas Soregitl, Chaim Arya Ben Brocha, Simcha Sora Bas Ahuva, Idis Bas Miriam Brindel, Tuvia Tzvi Ben Chaya Liza, Eitan Yoel Ben Edna, Yehudas Ruchoma Bas Chavarus, Yafa Bas Dvoira, Dvoira Bas Yafa, Tzien Ben Sora, now, Rav Nosenzal brings in the holiday of Hanukkah to everything we've been learning so far, to connect it to this chapter on Likut Imran, Torah Dalet, in the second half of Likut Imran. Everything we've been learning so far in this halacha is related to Hanukkah. The kingdom of Yovon, the evil kingdom of Yovon, wanted to get the Yidden to forget our Torah. Ki malchus Yovon hateva. Because the Greeks, the Greeks were into Greek philosophy, Greek culture. They didn't believe in Hashem. They're part of that, that gang that's called Chachme hateva. People that believe in nature. Shehem koifrim b'chol Torah kula. They deny the entire Torah. Ki ikr chachmasam hamuteis shochach me'ateva nikra b'divra b'senas al chachmas yovon. Because when the Gemara speaks about those scientists and philosophers that don't believe in the Torah, it refers to that that as chachmas yovon, the culture, the Greek culture. K'mayshom rabbi senas al as the Gemara says. Is a parent allowed to teach their child Greek culture? Which is the sciences. And therefore, when the Greek kingdom became powerful and they rose up against the Jewish people, this was a major, major crisis. Because this is exactly what Rabbi Nassau is referring to over there in Likut Imran when he speaks about the Chachme Ateva, those scientists who don't believe in Hashem, they believe in nature, and they deny that everything is according to the will of Hashem, the Ratzin of Hashem. And therefore, when the Chashmanoim when the succeeded in defeating the Greeks, 
the miracle came about through oil. And our rabbis established a, a law for generations that we light Hanukkah candles preferably with oil. Because oil is associated with Ratzon. As it says in the brochas that Yaakov Avinu gave to his sons, believe that it's there, or in the brachas that Moshe Rabbeinu gave to the Shvotim, Yehi Ritzui Echov V'toivel Bashemen Ragloi. May he be the one who is wanted, who is desired by his brothers, and, and his feet should be dipped in oil. And as Rashi expounds on this pasuk, Upirish Rashi, Mepnei Chizkiyo HaMelech, that the Pasuk here is referring to King Chizkiyahu, who was wanted, who was desired, he was rotsui to his, to his generation like oil. Because oil is, is associated with rotsoin, something peaceful, nice. Oil flows smoothly, quietly. Because we know, Rabbi Nezal explains over there in Torah Dalit in the second half of the Kudimran, that the Rotsoin comes from its source. The source of Rotsoin is called Meitzach HaRotsoin in Sifrei Kabbalah. As the Pesach says about the Koen Godel, that he wore the tzitz, this gold plate on his forehead, lerotzayin, as an appeasement for Hashem. Vezebechinas shemen, and this is associated with oil. Bechinas kashemen hatoyv al horoish yoyred al azokon zekanaroin, because when the pasuk speaks about the kohen gadol, it speaks about the oil on his head that flows down to his beard, the beard of Aaron Akoyen. So we see that this oil and the tzitz, which is lerotzayin, are both coming from the same place. Ki his galus horotzayin, bechinas meitzach horotzayin, ze bechinas zokein digdusha, kemavur b'maymranal. Because the concept of revealing the fact, broadcasting this fact, that everything in the world is according to the will of Hashem, which we say originates from this meitzach horotzayin, is associated with holy zokein. As Rabbi Nezal says over there on the Kippurman, the zekeinim of Kedusha versus the zekeinim that are not Moisif Das and Kedusha every day. Bechinas zekanaroin, as it speaks about zekanaroin, remember the word zokein means old, an old, older person, and the word zokein also means the beard. Ki aroin hoyo koim godoil shezoho lemeitzacharotzoin. Because Aharon was the Kohen Godol, and he was Zoycha to this Meitzach to this highest level of Rotzain, Shehu Bechinas Zokein, which is also referred to as old, elderly. In the Sifrei Kabbalah, when it speaks about higher and higher levels, the lowest levels are called children, then comes parents, then comes grandparents, then comes great grandparents. Bonim, the Midois of Netzach Choyd Yesoid are called Bonim. 
Chesed, Gvura, Teferis are called Avois. Chachmen, Bina are called Sovin, grandparents. And the Keser is called Sovin de Sovin. So the term Zokain, when we speak about an older person, or a Zokain, the beard also, it refers generally to a very high level of Rachmonis, of Chesed, of Rotsoin. Bechinas Raiva de Raivin, the concept of Rotsoin Sheberetsoinois, which Rabbein Zal mentions over there in Likut Imran. Because Rab Zal says, according to Kabbalah, the term Meitzah and the term Zokin are one. They both refer to this highest level of Rotsoin, the source of Rotsoin. Kamuva Biksovim, as is brought in the writings of the Arizal, Ayn Sham, take a look over there. Vyalkin, and therefore, Bachanaka, on Hanukkah, when every single year we're involved in defeating the Chochmah Sateva, the Chochmah Yovon, we draw this oil, which the Zohar Kodesh says refers to drawing a, a, an additional high level of holiness. Bechinas hisgalus orotzayim, a revelation of rotzayim. Rotzayim again means a very high level of holiness. Vayidezer onomadlikin neirois Hanukkah, and with this we light the Hanukkah candles. Vahadlokas haner, and the actual lighting of the candle, ze bechinas hisgalus hayira, that represents a revelation of yira. Shehu bechinas eish oichla. Yira is associated with fire, a fire that destroys. Bebechinas, as the Pesach says, Ki Hashem Eloikecha eish oichlahu kel godol venoira. Our Hashem is a destructive fire, a great awesome Hashem. Ki ha-yira hu bechinas eish. Because Yira is associated with fire. There's a Pesach in Chumash Dvorim, Ki Yoresom Epnei Ho'esh. You were afraid of the fire by Har Sinai. Hainu, Shalidei Horotzoim, Bechinas Shemen, Aidei Zeh Madliken Haner, Shu Bechinas Yira. In that chapter, in Likut Imran, Rabbein Zal speaks about Rotzoin and Yira. We spoke about it quite a bit in this halacha. And he quotes the Pesach, Ritzoin Yirei of Yaseh that when there's a hisgalus of Rotzoin, it generates Yira. So here, Rav Nosenzal is showing us the connection between the oil is the Rotzoin, the fire, the match that we put to the oil is Yira. Ki ha-Yira nase alidei ha-Rotzoin kanal. Because Rabbi Nizal explains over there in Likut Imran that when Hashem reveals that everything is Kirtzoin, when Hashem makes a miracle, everybody becomes afraid. The miracles at Matan Torah, the miracles at Kriyas Yamsuf, and Rabbi Nezal explains over there in Kutim Ram that the reason why we can't receive Hashem's full Chesed is because we don't have the proper Keli for it. If we would have the proper Keli, we would receive Hashem's highest level of Chesed, and we wouldn't have to go to work at all. We would be like Kohanim. <coughs> So Rav Nosenzal says here that, and what is the keli? Rav Nosenzal says there, the keli is yira. Yira is a tzimtzum. 
Yira is a keli in which we can receive the chesed. Va'idei ha-yira zoichan l'kabel ha-chesed shehu koyhen. Through chesed is associated with koyhen. Koyhen is chesed, levi is gvura, Yisroel is teferis. Bechinas vi'atem koyhanei Hashem tikoreyu. Kemoy shemavur shom. As Rabbi Nezal says over there in Likud Imran, that when we have the proper keli and we receive Hashem's full chesed, then all of Klal Yisrael becomes like Koyhanim, that we don't have to work. We're dedicated completely to Kedusha. And Rabbi Nosnal says, now you understand why the main miracle of Hanukkah was through the Koyhanim. So he just tied together three major concepts in that Torah on Ikut Imran. The Chesed, the Yira, and the Rotzayim. Now Rabbi Nosnal continues. He's going to show us how the entire holiday of Hanukkah corresponds to that entire chapter in Likuti Maran. Based on that chapter in Likuti Maran, we'll understand also why Hanukkah is a special time for giving tzedakah. Because one of the most powerful things that brings about a revelation of Ratzon, which we learned earlier, is, is Shemen, in order to defeat the Chochmah Sateva, which is Yovan, is Tzedakah. We quoted this Pesach in the previous Shurim here. Spread your bread over the waters, which means give tzedakah. Ki beroiv yomim. Tzedakah is associated with roiv yomim, which is the opposite of kas, which is ktsar yomim, svaroiges, as Rabbein Azal explains over there on Likut Imran. And again, tzedakah is an expression of rotzayn toiv. The Pesach says, kol nediv lev, yeviyeh is trumas Hashem. That rotzayn Stoker is an expression of goodwill. If I, if I like somebody, if I want somebody, I give them stoker. I want to give that rotsoim. Now we understand also why many of the korbonos in the Beis Hamikdosh, today is Rosh Chodesh, today besides the standard korbonos, of the carbon tomate in the morning, carbon in the afternoon, we have the special carbonates of Rishchodesh. The par, the ayel, the seven kvosim, the par, the two elam, the seven kvosim. And the Torah tells us that these carbonates were accompanied with a carbon mincha, which is, has oil in it, and also the wine that was poured for the nesachim. And these two, the wine and the oil, are written next to each other in the Torah. Ki iker kedushas hayayin. Because as we learned earlier, what makes wine holy, what makes wine into Yira Digdusha, Yain HaMesameach, is when it's connected to Rotzayn. When we drink wine on Shabbos, on Yontif, which are times of his Gavos or Rotzayn. Today, Rosh Chodesh, we say, 
In Borchinavshi, it says this pasuk that wine brings joy to the heart of a person and it causes the person's face to be full of joy, to shine and glow with happiness from oil. The connection between Yayin and Shemin again. Because when the face is, is happy with oil, from this oil, <coughs> which we saw before, oil or Shemin represents the Ratzayim, which means a person showing a favorable face, a happy face, a face that's shining with goodwill. That makes it that the wine that the person drinks should be a wine that brings simcha. When this rotzayin is strong, when there's this hisgalus harotzayin, then the wine is yain hamesameach. Rav Nosanzal says now, Va'ayin behilches Chanukah, take a look in Likutei Alochais in Hilches Chanukah, Shom Mevoyer Oidapan Inyan Zeh. There Rav Nosanzal also speaks about this topic, Sheroiv HaToyrahanal, Merumezes B'Mitzvah Chanukah, that the majority of that chapter in Likutei Imran, chapter 4 in the second half of Likutei Imran, is included in the mitzvahs of Chanukah. Ayin Shom, take a look over there. Va'ayin bekavonas Chanukah bepriets Chaim, and take a look also in the Kisvei Arizal, in the Sefer Priets Chaim, where he speaks about Chanukah. Shebishmoinas yimei Chanukah mamshichem heoras shloishesrei tikune dikna. The Arizal shows how throughout the eight days of Chanukah we draw upon ourselves the thirteen attributes of kindness of Hashem. They're called the thirteen tikunim of the beard. Because again, referring to the white beard being a symbol of kindness. The Gemara says that a Harsinai, Hashem appeared to Klal Yisrael kezokein mole rachmim, like an elderly person full of kindness, the old man in the white beard. Shehu zokein hanal. Ayin shom. Take a look over there in the Kisvi Arizal. The Arizal tells us that on each one of the seven days of Hanukkah, the first seven days of Hanukkah, we're supposed to have in mind the first seven of the thirteen Midoy Shorachmen. The first day is Kale, the second day is Rachum, the third day is Vechanon, the fourth day is Erech, the fifth day is Apayim, the sixth day is Verav Chesed, and the seventh day is Ve'emes. That's the first seven. And then on the eighth day, we have in mind from Noitzer Chesed Lalofim, Noitzeyovim Bafesha, and the Arizal says the word Noitzer is the letters Rotzayim. Rotzayim. And again, the whole concept of the Shloish Esramide Shorachmim is the most incredible revelation of Hashem's Rotzayim, Hashem's goodwill towards us. Hashem is being, forgiving us for all of our sins. Hashem is Merutza, the concept of this, this Pius and Rotzayim. This is a little bit deep. These concepts are discussed many places in Likutei Alochas. What we just mentioned now about the Shloshes Reimidos and that it's divided into seven and six, this seven and six is also Yaakov and Yosef. Yaakov is Bigimatria seven times Yudke Vavke, and Yosef is Bigimatria six times Yudke Vavke. And this concept of Yaakov and Yosef is this concept of the, these Shloshes Reimidos Shorachamim. Any questions, please? Rabbi, I remember at one point we said that 
this, the whole concept of Hanukkah, we see every single day in the Birchus Kriyashma with Emes, that we say Emes eight times before uh, before Shmonesri. Can you touch on that? Because that just brings it into every day. Definitely. Because because Emes is called the Oyer HaPonim. There's a posik Mevakshe Ponecho Yaakov Selo. Those who seek your face, Yaakov. Emes is called the Oyer HaPonim. Rabbi Nezal brings it in a few places in Likut Yamaran, which in, in this context also means this concept of this Hisgavos HaRotzoyim, this, this, this glow of goodwill, this Zokein Molei Rachmim. So it's brought that on the eight days of Hanukkah, they correspond to the eight times that we find the word Emes in Shachris between Kriyashma and Shmoin Esrei leading up to Shmoin Esrei, which is the epitome, the highest level, the combination of all the tefillahs, the Shlemus of tefillah. We lead up to it through these eight, eight times emes. There's a pasuk, Hashem Orcha Va'amitcha. Hashem is your light and your truth. Again, these, this light, these eight candles of Hanukkah, these eight, eight lights represent eight levels of emes. Mirz Hashem, we're going to have a lot on this throughout Likuti Avachis, on, on, on the Kavonis of Hanukkah. Paragraph Tes, Vezeh Bechinas Mitzvah Mila. And based on everything we're learning here, we'll have a whole new understanding of the Mitzvah of Mila. Ki Orla Dechafi Albris, Zebechinas Anonen de Mechasin Aleinen. Because the, the Sifre Kavol explain the Bris Kodesh represents something very, very holy. The orla that covers the bris is compared to the clouds that cover the eyes. This is a term used in the Zohar Kodesh to refer to the klipois of Esau and Yishmoel. They represent these klipois, this darkness that covers up the eyes, that covers the light. Rabbi Nezal speaks about this in chapter 67 in the second half of Likud Imran. Shehem bechinas deyos zoros shel chachme ateva shechoifin al hasechel. This also represents the the opinions and the cultures of these scientists, these people who don't believe in Torah, which cover the sechel, the true sechel, the light of the Torah. Uma arvevin vaoitmen es hasechel valev bedeyos zoroshalem, and they confuse and stuff up the true seichel, the heart of a Jew, with their false opinions, with their ideas and their culture. And this is why at a bris mila we have to cut, slice, and remove that orla that's covering the bris in order to defeat and eliminate the tumor of the snake, bechinas umitzchas nechoshes al raglov. Over there in, cha- in the, the Torah and the Kutimran that we're talking about, Rab- Rabbeinu Salveh quotes this pasuk about Goliath. Goliath was a giant, a powerful giant, <coughs> who tried to instill fear into Klal Yisrael. And the, the, the Gemara tells us he would come in the morning and in the evening and he would scream, he would roar at the Yidden, to put panic into them. Why in the morning and the evening? 
Because in the morning and the evening is when we say Kriyashma, when we declare our Emun in Hashem, the Kriyashma shall Shachris and the Kriyashma shall Arvis. And this Goliath represented this Klipa that wanted to, to destroy our Emun in Hashem. And the Pesach says about him, that he had copper armor on his feet. But note, it uses the word mitzchas, meitzach, and nechoshes, nochosh. And over there, when we put him around, Rabbi Nezal refers to this as an example of the meitzach ha-nochosh, which is the opposite of the meitzach ha-rotzayim. In Kedusha, there's the meitzach ha-rotzayim. In the Sitrachra, there's the meitzach ha-nochosh that opposes the meitzach ha-rotzayim. And note it says, Al Raglov Daika, on his feet, Sheikr Achizosoi, Aidei Pegama Briskas Rabbeinazal shows there that the main Achiza of, of the Nochosh, of the Sitrachra, is through Pegama Bris, Shehu Bechinas Raglin, which is associated with the legs. Ukishechoit Cheneso Orlo, and when we cut away the Orlo, Azai Nizgale Ho'atora. Then the crown of the bris is revealed. Shehu bechinas emuna, bechinas hisgalus harotzaim, which which represents emuna, which is the revelation that everything happening is rotzaim Hashem. That's what real emuna is all about. That a person believes that everything is rotzaim Hashem. Shehu bechinas zokin dikdusha. And Rotzain is associated with the holy Zokin, who is the concept of Rachmanis. Ki Iker Bechina Zokin Digdusha, while Abris. Because the only way a person can really be Zoycha to holy old age is through Tikna Bris. Bechinas, as the Possek says, Vechodarto Penei Zokin. You will beautify the face of a Zokin. Now note, an older person is called Zokain and the beard is called Zokain. And Rab Nosanzal says now, Kisoris Einloi Zokon. A person who is sterile, a person who cannot have children, they're sterile, the beard doesn't grow by them. Kimuva Bamokamacharas is brought in another place in Likute Maran. So we see the connection. The beard is called the Hadras Ponim. The beauty of the face of a Jew is the zokin, the beard, the beard and pais. So that's this v'hodarto panei zokin, and 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 we know that this beauty, this zokin, is dependent on the Indian of tikkun abris. Ki iker shleimus v'emuno halidei tikkun abris k'mavur b'mokamacher, because Rabbi Nezal tells us in chapter thirty-one in Likutimran. That the, that the real perfection of Emuna is dependent on Tikkun Abris. Rabbi Nisal quotes a pasuk there, Ubrisi Neemenesloi, that Bris and Emuna are very much connected to each other. Remember, Emuna is Malchus, Bris is Yesoi. These two are very much connected. Vaoz alidei his galus harotzayin nase yiradikdusha, and we learn over there in Kutman that when there is a revelation of rotzayin. That generates holy yira, shetluya gamkein betikana bris, which is also dependent on tikana bris, kimavur b'mokemacher. As Rabbein Azal mentions in another place in the Kutimran, 
Bebechinas, as we find it, the word Bereshis, the Tikkun Ezer says, the word Bereshis is made up of two words, Bris Eish. Bris Eish. Eish we saw earlier is Yira, Kiyoresa Mepneo Eish. So there's a Kesha between Tikkun Abris and true Yira, Yira of Kedusha. And the word Bereshis is also Yore Boishis. <coughs> so, so we're showing twice here the connection between Bris and Yira. Number one, Rav Nosenzal says that the word Bereshis, two of the interpretations in Tikkun Ezer is number one is Bris Eish, the Bris of fire. The, the whole concept of Pigama Bris is the fire of the Sitrachra, and Tikkun Bris is a fire of Kedusha. And the word Bereshis is also Yorei Boishis, Yira and Busha. We know the Pasuk says by Matan Torah, that Hashem showed all the fire at Har Sinai, so that Klal Yisrael, we should be afraid of Hashem and we won't do Averis, to have Yira Dikdusha. And Rashi says there, what is this Yirosa al Panechem? Zua Busha. This refers to Busha. So we see that the word Bereshis is Yira, and the word Bereshis is Bris. And this is why the Torah says about Yosef HaTzadik, who was outstanding in Shmira Sabris, he passed the test with Poitifar's wife, Esho Elohim Ani Yore. I am afraid of Hashem. I have Yira Shamayim. V'alkein milo hi mitzvah shekiblu Yisrael aleim besimcha. And this also explains why the Gemara mentions that milah is a mitzvah which Yidin took upon ourselves with simcha. K'mayisham Rabbi Seinazal. K'aridei hizgavos horotzayim v'hayira aridei zeh zoichin lesimcha gedoyla. Because Rabbi Nezal shows over there in the Kutimran that when there is this revelation of this Rotzain and this Yira, this leads to tremendous simcha. Vigilu bira'ada. You will rejoice with this Yira. <clears throat> and this is why Tikkun Abris is referred to in the Pasuk, Oiz v'chedva b'mkoyma. Strength and joy in its place. Oiz is Tikkun Abris, Boyaz. Oiz means strength, Gevura, the Gevura to have Tikkun Abris. And Chedva means joy and happiness. As Rabbi Nezal speaks about this in chapter 27 on the Kudimahim. Oiz, Zebechinas Yira Digdusha. Oiz means strength. That's a concept of Gevura, which is Bigimatria Yira, Yira of Kedusha. Shehu Bechinas Simcha Vechedva. And as we learned earlier, Yira Dikdusha is synonymous with joy and happiness. Yira of the Sitrachra leads to sadness, depression. Yira Dikdusha goes together with Simcha, Vigilu Birada, Vialkain, and therefore, even though we remove the Orla completely, Adayin Kolzman Shaloi Pora, Vigilu Eswatora, Kiilu Loimo. If the person only did the first step in a bris mila, which is removing the orla, and they didn't perform that second step, which is called the priya, where the moil tears and folds over the skin, the remaining skin, folds it over to reveal the atara, it's not considered a valid bris mila. The Gemara says, mol v'loipora ke'ilu loimol. If a person only did the first half, the chituch, 
and they didn't do the prayer, it's as if they did nothing. This is tied into what Rabbein Azal explains over there in chapter 4 in the second half of Likud Imran. Even if we succeed in defeating and destroying the Chochma Sateva, those cultures and those ideologies which don't believe in the Torah, Afal Pikein, if we have not yet revealed the Rotsoin in a very powerful way, the Sitrachra can still come back. And this is what Rabbein Azal refers to over there in Likutuman. He uses this term, Chodor Talyalei, Zebechinas Priya. The Hodor is associated with this second step in the bris mila, the Priya. Even though we cut away this Orla, which is the Tumma of the snake which covers over the bris, which corresponds to all of these false wisdoms, the Greek culture and the sciences which contradict the Torah, which cover up the true Das, like the Orla covers the bris, these false Chochmois cover up the Chochmah of Kedusha. Afal Pikein still, so long as we don't yet reveal that holy crown, Shehu Bechinas Tikan Abris, Bechinas Hizgalus HaRotzoin Kanal, Adayin Yesh Lohem the Sitrachra, so long as we don't reveal that holy crown, which is the Tikan Abris, which is Hizgalus HaRotzoin, the Sitrachra still has power, V'yechoilun Lehizgabar Adayin, and they can still come back and attack the Kedusha. Afal Pi Shekvar Hichniya Oisam, even though we already defeated them, the Chotchu Horlo Lagamri, we remove the Orla completely. Vialkein Srichen Lehizgaber Achakach, Lifroya Ulegavi Swatora. That's why we must go into that second step, which is to tear, to uncover and reveal the Atora, the crown, Hainu Legavis Horotsoin, to reveal this Rotsoin. That there should be a very powerful revelation of the fact that everything in the world is only Rotzain Hashem, number one. And number two, we should reveal the super high level of Chesed of Hashem, which is called Rotzain. That we, we should publicize to the whole world. Everyone should know and realize that everything in the world is only according to the Ratzin of Hashem. That's when the Sitra will really have a final defeat. Like we say, This is the concept of the revelation of the crown through that second step, through the Priya. There's a lot about this throughout Likuti Alochis. One of the explanations is, we've mentioned this many times, that there are two levels of Ra. There's Ra Gomur, total evil, 
which has to be removed and destroyed, eliminated completely. And then there's toivora, there's this klipas noiga, which is good and bad. And there, we have to be able to extract the good from it and remove the bad. And it's only after we've done both things. Number one, get rid of the ra gomor completely. Number two, address this noiga issue. And in the noiga, separate the good from the bad, take that good and bring it into the kedusha, and take the bad and eliminate it. Only then do we have shlemus. So it's brought that the first step in the bris mila, the chituch, is addressing those three klipois that are ra gomor. The priya is addressing that klipas noiga. In the priya, that's when we're, we're being misaking that toiv, we're taking the toiv shebenoiga and integrating it into the Gidusha, and the ra, the noiga, becomes, becomes defeated. And we mentioned you have this, this is the concept of gerim, this is the concept of the additional part of Eretz Yisrael, this is the concept of toisvis Shabbos, taking part of the weekday and turning it into Shabbos, that that's the real shleimus of the Kedusha. Let's just finish the paragraph so we'll complete the halacha. <coughs> ah, we have time. Yeah. Any questions, please? How is it that you are? How is it that? Through Ahava, we have Yira. Because all the Midas of Hashem are all connected to each other. In other words, we know normally we say that if through Yira you get to Ahava. That's the, the, the standard procedure. We say that the word Yira, the second half of the word Yira, the Alephe, is the Alephe of Ahava. So Reishis Chochmo Yira Hashem, you start with Yira, and Yira leads to Ahava. But all the Midas are connected. And sometimes, sometimes, sometimes we're going from on top down, and sometimes we're going from on bottom up, and sometimes two neighbors are helping each other. We said chesed. Hashem wants to give us chesed. He can't give us chesed unless we have gvura, unless we have the keli for it, which is the yira, so that everything is connected. And, and here in this, in this Torah and the Kutman, Rabbein is all showing us that when there is a hisgalus of rotson, when Hashem makes a miracle, and the whole world sees that there's no teva, that everything is rotsoin Hashem, people become afraid. That generates yira. Rotsoin yirei of yaseh. Rotsoin generates yira. Even though rotsoin is keser, rotsoin is metzach, it's the highest, highest level. Sometimes the light is going from down, from on top down, sometimes from on bottom up. Paragraph Yud. Now, Rav Nosenzal connects it to our topic, wine. Remember, we speak this halachas about wine. Now we understand why an important part at the bris milah, before they give the name to the child, <coughs> they bring a cup of wine, and bracha, special bracha, is said over the cup of wine, and we announce the name of the child over this cup of wine. Kiyoz, alidei hezgalos harotzayin, v'hayira, because as we've been learning throughout this halacha, when there is his galus harotzayim, and there's proper yira, then the wine is, is fabulous wine. Then the wine is yayin hamesameh Kimol begimatria shivim. Because the root of the word mila is mal, mem lamet, which is 70. The yayin begimatria shivim. And why, yayin is 70. 
וזה, so they, there's, there's a connection between them. וזה בחינס רוצוין שנמשך על ידי זוקן בקדושה. And this is also the concept of רוצוין, this good will, this highest level of רחמונס וחסד, which, which we're able to draw upon ourselves through holy זוקן. ועיקר זיקנה וסיבה הוא בחינס שבעים שונה. And according to the Torah, at which point do we call a person old, where there's a mitzvah to stand up for that person? When they're 70 years old. Mipnei seva tokum. Shehein b'china shivim ponim la Torah, which also corresponds to the 70 faces of the Torah. We mentioned before, remember, we had the, somebody brought up the topic of emes. The Torah is called emes. Torah's emes. And, and the Torah is shivim ponim, 70 faces, this oyer haponim, mevakshe ponecho Yaakov selo. The 70 faces of the Torah, keneget shivim umois, corresponding to the ra, the tumor of the 70 nations. Shehim bechinas chachme hateva, who are these philosophers, these scientists, who deny the existence of Hashem. And therefore, through the bris mila, which is a performance of tikana bris, through this we zoyche to that that quality of zokein rotzayin, vaoz hayayin bigdusha, and then the wine is a holy wine. Through which a person reveals the Ratzon, just like we've been learning throughout the Salacha, when we make Kiddush on wine Friday night, that's revealing the the Ahava over And this is why the Gemara says, If a person witnesses a Soita, a woman who, who committed Pigama Bris, a woman who was disloyal to her husband, and she was caught, and she was given those waters to drink, which caused a t- terrible, terrible thing. If a person witnesses that, they should immediately separate themselves from wine. Because again, wine, wine is either pigama bris or tikana bris. V'yalkein achar hamila shehu tikana bris, b'chinas izgalas and this explains why after a bris meal is performed, after they do the bris, the chituch and the priya, then they bring the cup of wine. Because this tikana bris is the revelation of rotzayin, this zokin of kedusha. Because ki oz hayayin bigdusha. Because once there's solid tikana bris, then we're sure that the wine is a holy wine. Bibchinas yayin hamesameach a wine that brings simcha. Baruch Hashem. What we learned today is not easy. Rav Nosen Zal is assuming that you have this whole chapter of Likut Imran in front of you. You have all of these pieces that Rav Nosen speaks about there on Likut Imran. The Ratzoy, the Yira, the Chesed, the, the, the other side, the Chachme HaTeva, the Meitzach HaRatzoy versus the Meitzach HaNochosh, all of these different concepts. And then tying it together with what Rav Nosen has been speaking about wine. So the first time you hear this, he's throwing 50 things at you in a way. But the more, if a person learns the Torah and the Kutumran, the more you learn these things, 
it becomes easier, it becomes more natural to be able to understand the connections. Now, Rav Nosson Zalayetz, Hilchas Klei Hayayin Halacha Beis, the second, this was Klei Hayayin Aleph, a second discussion about Kalim, in which Yayin is, appeared earlier in Hilchas Yayin Nesech Halacha Gimel. For Halacha Gimel, and a third discussion about Klei Hayayin appeared in Hilchas Yayin Nesech Halacha Dalet, paragraph Yud Aleph. So Rav Nosanzal discussed Klei Hayayin three different times. This is a major halacha, and it was also included in those other two halachas. Now we begin a whole new topic, Hilchas Avoidas Elilim, the laws regarding Avoidazora, idols, an idol that's made by a non-Jew, what the laws are regarding that, and an idol that's made by a Jew, Chas Vishon. Regarding all sins in the Torah except for three, if a goy tells a Jew, either do this Avera, break Shabbos or I'll kill you, you're supposed to break Shabbos. Eat treif or I'll kill you, you're supposed to eat treif. Except, except for three Averois, Chutzmi Avedis Alilin, Vigil Arayas Shvichas Domin, except for these three Averois, idol worship, adultery, and murder, and also, If a goy gets, puts a person up in public and in front of everybody, he wants the Jew to show that he's going against the Torah, then then the person has to allow himself to be killed rather than to commit the sin, if the Goy's intention is to show that this Jew is converting, he's leaving Judaism and taking on a different religion, even regarding a shoelace, if the Goy stands up a Jew in front of ten, ten other Jews and tells him to change the shoelaces, to put on the shoelaces the way the Goyim do, not the way the Jews do, and he's doing this in order to show that this Jew is leaving Yiddishkeit and joining their religion, then the Jew has to allow himself to be killed rather than to do that. V'chein b'shas ha and also so too when there's a gzeras hashmad, rachmor Interesting, it's Rishchei Desheu now, and we're headed towards Rosh Hashanah. And in Breslov, all eyes and all thoughts are focusing on Rosh Hashanah that's coming, especially with what's going on in the world, with the war between the Russia and Ukraine. Somebody put out a pamphlet just now, a beautiful pamphlet in Hebrew, <coughs> speaking about the 30,000 Kedoshim that we know that one of the reasons why Rabbi Nezal chose to be buried in Uman was because he said that there was an extraordinary Kiddush Hashem that was done there, that, that Jews were put to the test where these horrific Rishoim, the Hadamaks, the Cossacks, who were roaming <coughs> Ukraine at that time, and they came to Uman. We can't go into the full detail of the story, but they broke into the city, and the Jews there, many Jews there were hiding, had gone into a shul to, to, for, for protection, and they started massacring the Jews. And one of the things that they did was they set up 
a, a black canopy, a schwarze chuppa it's called, and they put a cross there, and they made the canopy low, that in order for a person to go under the canopy, they had to bow. And they said, any Jew who will go through there and bow to the cross will live. And, any, and, and whoever doesn't, they're going to slice them to death. They're going to hack them to death. And no Jew, no Jewish man, woman, or child was willing to bow. This was an example of this, this horrific Kiddush Hashem, where the Goyim person say, what's the big deal, you know? The big deal is that they wanted to show that Jews are giving up their religion completely, chas v'shalom, and here these Jews all accepted upon themselves willingly, because people ask, what, 30,000? In, in Germany, there were six million. Why don't you go to Germany for Rosh Hashanah? Why didn't, why didn't Rabbanus all want to be buried in, in, in Auschwitz? And the answer is that here the Jews were given a choice. In other places, the Eden were not given any choice. Here they were given a choice. If you want to live, bow. If you don't bow, you're going to be killed. And they chose not to bow. Rahman al-Islam. Zal says, paragraph Aleph, Al-Pi Hamaymar Tiku Gimel. This halacha is going to be based on the third Tiku that appears in the second half of Likut Imran. There, there are three tikkus there, Torah Aleph, Torah Hei, and Torah Ches. This is Torah Ches, Hamedaber Mitoichocha, where Rabbein speaks about rebuke, Likutei Chelek Beis, in the second half of Likut Imran, Hamuvaleel Behilches Macholiakom Halocha Beis. Rabbein says, I already discussed this once earlier in Hilches Macholiakom, the second halacha, Ayin Shom, Masha'om Rabbein Azal, take a look over there in that chapter on Likut Imran, what Rabbein Azal writes, She'ikar ha-tfilah hu-rachamim v'tachnunim, that standard tfilah is pleading for Rachmanis, pleading, begging for kindness. That's where we're directing our tfilah to. Ve'ikar ha-rachamim toli bedas, and Rabbein Azal shows that normal Rachmanus is dependent on Das. Rabbein Azal says if a person doesn't have Das, he'll give a steak to a baby and he'll kill, he thinks he's being kind and good, he's going to give a piece of steak to a baby and he'll kill the baby. You can kill with kindness. So Rachmanus requires Das. And sometimes when the Sitra is able to draw, to attach itself to the Rachmanus, and draw from there, Azai nifgam horachmonus vadas. Then the rachmonus and das becomes damaged, venase achzorius, and it gets converted into meanness. The people show rachmonus on a murderer. You have a terrorist, and people want to show rachmonus. Give him, they will give him a jail term, but we'll let him out. You don't have to keep him there. You don't have to. You're certainly not going to kill him. But, kill a human being, well, then we're just as bad as the terrorists if we kill them. <clears throat> so we give him a jet, then we let him out so he can, he can do more terrorism, as we see every day. Mm-hmm. And when the Rachmanus and the Das get spoiled, then it results in Taivas <clears throat> Niyuf. Because again, the, the Gemara says, Ruachstus that Niyuf, Pegama Bris especially, comes through a Ruach Shtus, which means a spoilage of the Das, the wrong kind of Rachmanus. Vazai hatfila Din. And then a person, K 
cannot use the standard type of tefillah. They can't use the standard type of tefillah, which is directed towards Rachmanis, <coughs> but rather the person has to use a completely different type of tefillah, a tefillah bebechinas din. Vazai tzrichin balkoyach godol sheyispalel tefillah bebechinas din. And this requires somebody very powerful to give forth a tefillah in this form of din. Kemoy pinchas be'ez shoyamaisa zimri. Like pinchas, when the incident with zimri happened, when the Jews were falling into Pigama Bris, and Zimri, who was the leader of the Shevet, and he wanted to perform this Pigama Bris in public to show that this is a Nasi doing this, so now everybody can do it, Rachman al-Sulam. as it says in the Pasuk, Vayamoy Pinchos Vayefalel. It doesn't say Vayispalel, it says Vayefalel. And the Gemara says, Oso Plilim Im Koinoi. He gave forth a tefillah bebechinas din. It's brought that Pinchas is begimatria eight times yudke vavke, corresponding to Bina. Bina is the eighth sphere from Abanam. Pinchas is begimatria Yitzchak, which is again eight times yudke vavke. Bina is the origin of all din. Bina is the beginning of the left side. In Kesser, there's no right and left. When we come down to Chachm and Bina, Chachm is on the right. Bina's on the left. So Pinchas is Bina. He's super din. He's Yitzchak. Pachad Yitzchak. And he was the one who was And through the tefillah of a powerful person like this, this tefillah in the format of din, this forces the sitra to throw up, to vomit, to return all the holiness that it swallowed up previously. Because Rabbein Ezzel shows there that the Sitra is din. So when the Sitra sees this type of a tefillah, it says, hey, that's for me. And the Sitra tries to swallow that tefillah and there's a posseg b'tzavoro yolin oiz, that there's this powerful, this oiz, this tefillah b'chinas din, that gets stuck in his tzavor, in his throat, <coughs> and, and forces the sitrachra not to, to throw up all the kedusha that it had swallowed till then. And through this, we're zeichet to all the other great things that Rabbein Azal explains over there in chapter 8 in the second half of Likut Imran. Until we're zeichet to the powerful voice of Yaakov, Shehu Machnia Akev Esav, which defeats the heel of the foot of Esav, Bebechinas, as the Pesach says, V'yodoi oichezes ba'akev Esav, that the hand of Yaakov Avinu grabbed hold of the heel of the foot of Esav. Ayin Shom, study that chapter in the Kuturan, V'doik, study it very carefully, very well, to have a strong introduction to this halacha. A good keben shchodesh to everybody, it's brought that Elul is bigimatria bina. Elul is a month of tshuva, and tshuva is associated with Bina. The Pasuk says, Ulevavo yovin that we'll be zechet to understand 
And again, in Elul, we're beginning these 40 days now, from Rishchei Deshelul, Tiyam Kippur, and Ben Arboim Lebina. 40 is also a number associated with Bina. We should be zechah to Tshuva Shalema during this month, and be zechah to the Gula Shalema. Amen, amen, amen.